it, it, it. Nickelodeon Political <laughs> Uncensored Edition, bitch. Welcome back to Politically Uncensored with me, Zakoi Uncensored, and my problematic fave, Spicy Mustard. Spicy Mustard. Mustard. Angelista is over here, Reign of Supreme. It's so funny because when people like try to talk to me about you, they don't remember your name's Dijon. They always go to like Spicy Mustard. Or someone was saying like, "What's your co-host, DJ Mustard or Mustard?" Oh, yes, DJ Mustard. <laughs> Come on, yes. But no, I feel like that's what everybody has adapted. Especially since I've been up here in DC, I guess that's just been a thing. I guess. It's, but I'm like, hey, as long as as long as as nothing disrespectful, go ahead. DJ Mustard. Okay, great. So welcome back with me and DJ Mustard. And either way, how was you? Have you been, Dijon? It's been a minute. Um, let's disregard the fact that you know our episode is actually a few days late. But um, yes, Zakori has been under the weather. Life. So, you know. Life. Wish her well. Yes. I mean, in the words of Miley Cyrus, oh. these bitches tried to take me out. They tried to kill your favorite bitch. And when did Miley Cyrus say this? <laughs> you have to watch. You have not seen this clip. Oh my no. god, it is so it a... funny. I'm, I'm gonna send it to you. She's like on stage. She comes out and she's like, "What's up, motherfuckers? <laughs> they tried to kill your favorite bitch." That's not what she would have said. Back it was in her, in her um, back in her problematic phase of life, you know. Right so, back in her her. Um, her cultural appropriation phase. Um, oh, that's not that's too funny. Day. That's too funny. But anyways, welcome back. So this week we wanted to shout out because you know last week we did our whole Black Boy Joy segment. Um, so we're kind of going to keep the Black Magic rolling with um, the Black Girl Magic segment. I guess you can say this week. Um, so we want to shout out all the beautiful women on the September issues of your favorite magazines. Um, so that's Beyonce and Vogue, Zendaya and Marie Claire, Tracy Ellis Ross for Elle. Slick Woods, who's also on L. Issa Rae on Ebony, looking great. Yara Shahidi, yes. I love her, um, who is on The Hollywood Reporter. And then Lupita is on Porter Magazine. Oh, and um, also uh, Tiffany Haddish, I forgot. She was on uh, Glamour Magazine, too. Oh, yeah, shout out to her, too. got to show Tiffany her love and her respect, love, because that bitch is low-key trying to get on Japanese channels. And low-key, I am mad at her, bitch. Go ahead. I'm not mad at her either. Shout outs to her and all her success. I personally just do not find her funny still, but I think Which, that what? that's great. I, love I don't find her it. funny. I, she reminds me of the female version of like Kevin Hart. Like I don't find him funny either no, at all. I can see that. I can see that. But yeah, I want to see where, where it takes her. Like no, shout out to her success. Like her yes. story is amazing. Like I loved her story. I um watched her Breakfast Club interview where she talked about like her her gonna rise to the top. So definitely. Yeah. Um, but you know, cause like if that bitch can take over the uh, Asia market, you know what, bitch, I ain't gonna be mad at her. I'm like, bitch, do that shit. Cause cause the way she was speaking down and acting with, I'm like, okay, bitch, I see you. Uh, look, cause the way I'm like, I never seen nobody black speak Japanese that way. I'm like, okay, look. Okay, that's great. That's, I, I actually don't know what clip you're talking about. Maybe you'll have to send that to me and I'll send you Miley Cyrus. I'll send that to you, yes, look. Yeah, you but shout-outs to her. 
Um, so Beyonce's Vogue cover, I think it was like like the biggest deal, you know, of course, as we talked about it in the last episode, um, yeah. because it was shot by the first black photographer um, to shoot the cover of Vogue. So um, once again, shout out to them. Shout out to that. What do you think about the actual spread, though? I think the spread was really nice. So I didn't really get too much into it because, again, like, you know, I just wasn't checking for it like that. But from what I did see online, her spread was like, I like that it was very just minimalistic because, again, like, that's just my whole aesthetic anyway. So I guess I related to it in that aspect. But from what I saw, it was really good, really nice. No, I really love, of course, I'm a minimalist as well. Like, definitely am. However, with editorial magazines, especially like Vogue, which is like, you know, the fashion bible and um <laughs> it's supposed to be the it's supposed to be pushed a little bit to me um mm -hmm. and i think that what it is is that like beyonce spread i think it was beautiful it was beautifully photographed it was beautifully styled it was just very expected like it's very expected yeah. it's very like completely her aesthetic right now which is yeah. great for her fans that love her and like but to me the point of doing an editorial spread is to take you out of your comfort zone and for you to be just very very like artistic in a different kind of way yeah. like i feel like the styling everything is very much what she's doing now um so as like a fashion lover and an editorial lover i just wish it would have been pushed a little bit because Vogue yeah, usually I, does not fucking play when it comes to their editorial their spreads yeah, like, like that's the thing like i don't want to make something i don't like the, the photo shoot because like look at me wrong. I, I saw the beauty and all the fashion that she was trying to give into it because like you said it's going with her aesthetic for what she gives now but for someone who like again and i don't mean to like shout out to rihanna <clears throat> excuse me but like like you see where rihanna she even had like the whole flower thing going but you see where like where they push the envelope a little bit with it so it's like it's, it's not it's not that i ever want to compare the two but it's like for what i like and what i want to see when it comes down, comes down to fashion lane like it's just that small difference that i would want to see that's all. agreed i think that i mean i said it on last week's episode and i've said it before i don't think beyonce is necessarily like a fashion girl no so and she's definitely like, not a chameleon in the like, way that rihanna is so no i think at all i get it no it's not disrespect she's definitely you know um very talented she's definitely you know queen b still yeah. however she doesn't she's not the chameleon in the same sense as like rihanna i mean we know like solange is the fashion girl in the family so i just feel yeah. like she just takes yeah. me to another when i look what? at photos especially editorial it just it should take me to like another realm it's almost like, yeah. it's, like, it's like i would you know just rather see you know if i had to choose between the two i would rather see beyonce act than see her do fashion like just just, just like, 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 try, try to work on one or the other. Not same, I agree. At the same time, because I feel like you already perfect your like your performance. Like when when it comes up to the stage, well, let's perfect one of the other things first before we just dive into both. Because it just is not working right now. Though, 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 again, not to say it can't happen for her, but let's try to focus on one first, baby. Then get to the next. Okay. Just I mean, point. I. I think that it's, um, first of all, the intersectionality of like fashion, music, entertainment, yeah. all of that is, you know, it's a given. So, I mean, again, she's Beyonce, so she can be on a cover if she wants to. Um, yeah, when it came to the yeah. creative direction, I could tell that like she had control of it because obviously it was, exactly. like I said, aesthetically very similar. Um, rather than letting Vogue's team, outside the photographer, they should definitely should still let him shoot. But I, I feel like, you know, Vogue's team always does a good job when it comes to they the did. visuals and like, like even. When I was like, even when it came down to the article, because like you were mentioning that the article was was really good, 
Yeah, no, the article is really, really great. I'm going to read something from it in a minute. Um, the last thing that I want to say is that for this to be such a groundbreaking um, cover and issue for, you know, the first black photographer, I just wish it would have been more of a wow factor. You know what I mean? Like, since it was such like yeah. a... A, a groundbreaking time it should have just been something to blow my fucking mind and everyone's mind because to be honest i saw people posting it because of course it's beyonce and whatever but i don't even think that like i didn't see it as much on my timeline as like i would another beyonce kind of like spread or something else she's doing you know what i mean True. it's like people but, are like oh like oh beyonce's on vogue but it wasn't like everywhere usually like when you've been on your timeline and everybody's posting it like because i don't think it was that that like overwhelming true so was like, that good well you know maybe she could have been trying to give us you know like first century black people on uh the cover because you know she always liked to be doing uh some deep uh historical shit with her uh images she liked to give because you know even when she did, did the whole little sun god thing for one of her performances whenever she leaned, leaned back in the chair that everybody got excited for like so maybe she was yeah that's fine artistic I thing like that but I agree. I, th I still think that again, there's a way to it could have been pushed or perfected yeah. better. That's all. True, true. Yeah, but it was good. Um, like I say, it was really beautiful. Um, spread. Um, but the interview or the part of the interview that I saw that I absolutely loved. Um, um, it says, I'm just read it to you. It says, if people in powerful positions continue to hire and cast only people who look like them, sound like them, come from the same neighborhoods they grew up in they will never have a greater understanding of experiences different from their own. They will hire the same models, curate the same art, cast the same actors over and over again, and we will all lose. The beauty of social media is it's completely democratic. Everyone has a say, everyone's voice counts, and everyone has a chance to paint the world from their very own perspective, which is like beautiful, beautiful, beautifully said. Like I love, yeah. love, love that. Um, and we already know how I'm obsessed with perspective and like, diversity and like just understanding that everyone has a story that's different from your very own so i thought that was really really beautiful and maybe people will you know start to respect that more since beyonce said it <laughs> <laughs> well girl you know she does have a a following a cult following a cult so, wow not yes. a cult following so, so maybe they'll get on board and you know start giving more perspective in life let's hope so let's hope so all right well that's it as far as i think it's like the whole black girl magic thing right i mean yeah that's, that's, else? no no that that wrap, wraps it up for me because wasn't too much really interesting going on out there in the world this week besides just <laughs> again more white house mess but aside from that <laughs> and we definitely don't want to dive into that um no but shout out to angela rye my girl uh she always shuts it down though Okay, shout out to her. I um yeah, so with the hot topics, it really wasn't anything super interesting that I cared to talk about this week or anything that I was like, oh my gosh, like this is so good. I have to speak my piece on it. It's just mm. more so like mm, another just, trash ass week, basically. Just trash, but just shout out to those who deserve their shout outs. That's it. Shout outs to that. Okay, so basically, um, we're just gonna dive mainly into our topics that we wanted to discuss um based yes. off of, you know, personal experience. Yes, relationships. So we're going to talk about relationships because that's 85% of my timeline and that's mostly <laughs> what y'all care about. And everyone's always talking about relationships or, you know, finding that one and all of that is so exhausting. Like I was going to go on a rant about it, but, you know, it seems to play a very big part of the circle of life. All right. 
True. The circle of life. Come in with the vocals. Girl. I need the background. Where you at? No, because speaking of that, well, never mind. I won't even go into. I won't <laughs> even go into that. That was my page about to come out. I wow. But yes, the circle. <laughs> fact, home. Giving you a uh, Raven. <laughs> when was she did it? The circle of life. <laughs> <laughs> I miss a Raven. You used to, used to think she could sing, girl. Miss so, everyone, everyone on Disney Channel had to. I, I feel like it was in the contract. Like in order for you to act for us, you have to be able to hold a tune because but, they turned everyone yeah, into pop stars. Yeah, you hold a tune, but baby, what? That tune don't make no musical uh, soundtrack, though. That is so, because you can't lie. Only one that sounded good on that really was Chelsea. What? Are you yes. serious? Chelsea was the only one that had a good singing voice. I don't agree. I don't think she could sing. What? I don't think so. so. We're going to have to debate about this later. Right, because let's be clear. When it comes to Disney Channel and, like, the singers, nobody fucking, like, slays, like, Miley Cyrus and Demi Lovato. I mean, Demi Lovato has done the best. Look, Demi Lovato is the best singer to come out of Disney Channel. What? Are you serious? Okay, look, fucking okay, Chelsea. Okay, okay, look. Maybe I'll give it to Demi. But right. I mean, and Miley Cyrus has a very, very distinct voice. But, look, but also, she Demi can sing. Great, but Demi wasn't a great actress though, so that's something I, I don't give to her. Now well, we're talking about singing. Now, 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 Ariana, she wasn't good, but 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 she came out. But of, she wasn't on Disney Channel, though. right? Yeah, she's on Nickelodeon, so I guess that don't count. But Speaking of Demi Lovato, prayers to her. Like, I absolutely oh, love her and, like, yes. her trauma that she's going through. Her music Thank is so powerful, her. and she's so transparent and beautiful. Like, one of my favorites, for sure. Her writing is just impeccable. So, it's really sad, though, because you never know what someone's going through. People, drug abuse is, is real out here. The, the struggle with it for some people. So, be, yeah. be, cautious of, be cautious and leery of some of your friends that's out there going through issues like that. Because, look, people... Uh, don't know they don't know their own worth and you have to uh, sometimes just be the light for them i mean for sure and the thing is about she's been through a lot like because even when she was on disney channel apparently she was like a cutter like cutting herself she i think she also had um an eating disorder so i just like she has a lot of like you know internal things going on um oh. but well yeah. best wishes for her best wishes Shut out. Okay, so back to the topic is relationships. relationships. Yes. So you have a few questions you want to ask when it pertains to relationships. So I'll go. Well, I guess I can start off with one and then end on a lighter note because one may, could probably get a little bit serious compared to the other. So the first one was kind of inspired by recently, you know, Insecure just came back out. We won't get into it, but say that for next time. But prior to that, to promote the show, Issa Rae had an interview with The Breakfast Club, which generally is problematic, as it always is, but on there, they were talking about, again, the reason why Lawrence wasn't coming back, because Charlamagne asked her why wasn't he coming back? So she replied to that by saying, you know, well, how often do you talk to your ex? And that got me thinking, well, shit, how often do I talk to my exes? Because, Zakora, do you talk to your exes that much? Um... No, not really. <laughs> okay, exactly. So, like, it like, just brought up a good point to me. I'm like, well, minus one ex, cause, only because he's my best friend. But, got me beautiful. Thinking, like, how often, well, it got me thinking, because I know many people that, was, that constantly say they wouldn't, but would you ever go back to your ex, though? Like, because, like, in a situation like where East is kind of in, would you ever put yourself in circumstances to, like, where if you felt down and out like that, that you would 
rely on an ex to bail you out? So that's different from if you would go back, though. And to be honest, my friends and I just talked about this the other day. They were saying if you were really needed your ex to be there, would he be there for you? And we were talking about that. And I think that he would, um, you know, and I was saying, yeah, I, I definitely think so. As crazy as exes can be, you know, yeah. I do think that um, he would be there if I really, really needed him. I would honestly just not want to need him. Um, but all of my friends are saying that, yeah, they think they can name an ex that would be there or whatever. Um, but, but they really, really needed them. Okay. Well, in that same retrospect, though, because again, I was looking at it also from Daniel's perspective, where do you like see where that can like, you know, with where with niggas, that can confuse them to be like, okay, well, you know, you coming to me, like, because, you know, niggas already have a hard time expressing their feelings. Like, do you think, like, that kind of, in a sense, is bad? It's problematic. No? It's, it's problematic yeah. if your ex, if you needed your ex, they would bail you out? No, because at least in my um, situation, it would be last resort. Like, literally last resort that I would do that. And obviously, if I was dating someone new, I would want them to be the one to bail me out before my ex. But if, like, they dropped the ball and couldn't, then yeah, how, how would they yeah. feel some type of way? But um, like, what if you didn't like didn't even like didn't like even have a new person? Like it was just like your like your best friends or because like in their situation, your best friend or your man, well your your ex. Who would you? Um, I don't get the question. If my friends need, if I needed my friends to bail me out, I would reach them first before my ex. Again, it would be my last resort. Um, and if no one could bail me out, then no one has a right to feel any type of way. <laughs> like what? I don't get it. Okay. Right. Um, so I, to get your question, yes, if I needed to, my ex to come bail me out of some really shitty situation, I do believe that he would do it. But I don't have bad blood with most of my exes because I'm like, I don't know. I, I don't really have bad blood with a lot of people, honestly. Um, I'm kind okay. of mature in the way that I feel like some things just don't work out. And that's okay. Okay. What about you? Would your ex bail you out? I would say so, yeah, because, like, for me, at least I feel, I don't have any issues with any of my exes because I luckily haven't had the issue to, like, having any bad fallouts with any except for one. But like I said, that is a situation in its entire entity of itself. But, no, I Question. Not, yes. Would you bail your ex out if they needed you to be the one to bail them out of a sticky situation? I would. Okay, awesome. I would, because I feel like, again, for me, I look at it as, for you to have been into my life as someone that I dated, like, you know, I take that very seriously, because, again, I don't let many people in like that, so. For you me, mean literally like, or mentally? <laughs> both. Oh, okay, gotcha. <laughs> yes. Clarity clarity for the people. I'm sure uh, someone wanted to know. Yeah, because I know your hoe is a little loose, but, you know. Wow, like, that is definitely this escalated quickly. Um, <laughs> just let's stay on topic. <laughs> just kidding, but no, like I would look out for them because I feel like at the end of the day, though, again, it would take a battle of pride not to be petty in any sort of in sort of sense. Cause yeah, because that's so you. <laughs> it's my okay. nature just to just be sarcastic and petty. Because it's and again, that's my love language, though. So for you to not understand that would then. Hey, you never really loved me in the beginning. So, okay, gotcha. I feel like I would look out for him. Would you? Hurt people, hurt people. Okay. Um, no, <laughs> I, I, well, I, I, I would. Well, I'm not hurting anybody. 
I would. I would be there if it was like a, because I don't hate anybody if it was like you know drop dead. Um, and yeah. for I mean, if you know my situation, I, first of all, I don't have that many exes. I haven't had that much experience dating. So like my yes, one serious relationship. She's on the market, people. She's looking for a man. That's absolutely not what that means. <laughs> but I um <laughs> I would, and because if you know my history, like I have a very lengthy relationship with my ex that was you know. Mm-hmm. Pretty a good amount of time to the point where, as an individual, I still want the best for them, and I would never want to see anything horrible happen. So I would be there in that regard. But yeah, that doesn't mean anything. That just means okay, thanks. I I I care about you as a person still. Um, Yeah. Yeah. So never any ill will. Always just want the best. Right. But fuck that nigga. Just kidding. (laughs) Some of these girls be out here, oh, oh, like like wanting like their exes to like burn their head. I'm like, oh, I could never just have that much hate in my heart for anybody to like well niggas ain't no telling because that niggas have done some trifling shit i mean especially when it comes to straight women some of them be doing some horrible fucking horrible shit to these women so i can so see it but yeah but again like my thing is though like i've and again i've talked to some females like just to like get retrospect on some of these things it's like but why do you put yourself in that situation well like because i guess i just look at it as and again not to ever shun anybody but i always feel like i always have to look at situations before i go into it like knowing what could possibly go wrong like that's just always <laughs> gonna be me like i gotta see what could possibly go wrong for step into the situation and it's like y'all females don't be like sensing that this shit gonna turn left like no that's not fair though because some people really believe in giving niggas the benefit of the doubt i don't understand it but they do (laughs) and they want to believe in real love and they want to believe in like you know this antiquated idea of what love should be and like and it's usually this picture of perfection that it's and i'm like that's not i'm not gonna say it's not realistic it's not likely um but also it's very layered a lot of times with heterosexual relationships because kids are involved in actual families like it's i can chunk the juices quick and be like okay bye you know and yeah. but yeah, shout out. so I'm so happy that gays can't get pregnant. Or oh. <laughs> could Baby, you imagine? There would be a lot of pregnant baby girls out here. <laughs> pregnant butch queens everywhere. Um, Baby, that would be a mess of a world. <laughs> <laughs> that is too funny. Okay, so well, that's crazy because what you talked about, like females, you know, not being able to see things before they're coming. Um, so my question, one of my questions is, I follow two individuals on social media that I know from back home, and they are very problematic. Like they really are, and usually I unfollow problematic accounts just in general because, yeah. like, triggers. You know, my anxiety can't take it. Okay. But these two guys i do know them i have somewhat of a relationship with them and i think that their posts are problematic but hilarious and typically they really make me think and bring good topics to mind so that's why i continue to follow them i'm inspired by the ignorance so (laughs) i um yes you know ignorance does bring bliss sometimes it does it does so i was on there and i always go at it with them when they post problematic things though like i'm in their inbox like a fucking troll like you are so fucking problematic right so basically one of them put up (laughs) it was from their facebook and to me facebook Facebook. is the yes facebook is the mecca for right i feel like facebook is like the mecca for problematic posts honestly like everybody and their grandma be on that posting their problems it's literally and then you have so many people 
backing these problematic ass <laughs> words of paragraphs. Wisdom. Yeah, and they'd be like, "Yes, sis." Like the <laughs> shit that I see on, I'm just like, "Oh my god, this is <laughs> the real world." Baby, like, this is the cookout, but on the internet, <laughs> it really is. Okay, so anyways, he posted and said, "Do you love him enough to wait for him to be who he's supposed to be become?" I guess. And people are under it, like, mind you, other niggas are under it, like, facts, 100, this, you know? And I'm like, fuck no. Like, I literally inboxed him and said, fuck no, what the hell is wrong with you? <laughs> and he was like, I was like, you are so problematic, like, I just can't take it. So then the other guy, mind you, they're friends, he posted yeah. something that was like, I'm not perfect, but I got good dick, though. And I'm like, oh my gosh, like, like why do I follow y'all? I'm like, like straight niggas, but it's straight the same niggas. Time. Like, I say, y'all are grade A fuckboys, like, literally. And I would, you're the type of guy I would have to kill if I ever tried to date you. Like, I would literally have to oh, kill you. Oh, see. And I wouldn't even, I wouldn't even fool with that. That, that, that. That's the type just, I would just turn you away just a mile away. Uh uh. Don't, don't bring that shit towards me. It's, but it's so, but it's crazy because it's literally like a thing. Like people really think like this. So I'm like, what the fuck? So um, it inspired me to put it on my social media. And I was just wondering other people's feedback. Like, would you wait for a man to be who he's supposed to be? Now to me, this sounds like something, like something for straight women, honestly. You know, um, well, no, for those of you. Well, kind of, but. I think it's definitely more in, indicative of like a heterosexual normative of like women being a ride or die or holding your man down and you know yeah. until he gets shits together and all of that, which the I don't whole believe hood fantasy life. Right, I don't understand the desire to be a ride or die, honestly, because why, why do I want to die? Where are we riding to? Is there food <laughs> there? You know, well, so you it's know, like everybody want their body in class sometimes. Okay, that's fine. Not for me. I'm not riding or dying for you. <laughs> um, however, you know, if we can add to each other's life, great. So my question to you is, do you love him enough, sis, to wait for him to become the man he's supposed to be? Well, look, niggas love when you talk to him red shit. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> so is that a yes? Um, just for clarification. No, I, I can't really say because again, for me, it would really depend on these circumstances. Like, if this had been like somebody that, like, you know, we've been rocking for a long time now, and like, kind of like going into what, and again, I know you just said you didn't want to talk about it, but I have to just bring it up because it just makes sense for my story. But kind of like what Jada said when, you know, in order for me to, want to be in a relationship with somebody like you know sometimes i'm gonna have to go in the trenches with you but again to say that though i that's for me to also decide well bitch are you that nigga for me to go through the trenches with because everybody's not going to be that nigga for you to go through the trenches with like and again you have to be the one to step back a bit and, and realize that for yourself like nobody can tell you that but you so again that's where i say like you know if he's that one that like where okay, I see he's making a mistake, but he's growing from it and learning from his mistakes. And it's not like the same damn shit going on. Okay. But at the same time, I also have to do some retrospect on myself and like, to like see if I'm holding him accountable and not just falling back into his actions. Okay. Well, and that's understandable. I guess it's a case-by-case -case scenario. For yeah. me, 
the answer is hell no. I don't care. It's no. <laughs> like, I'm not, first of all, I'm not waiting for you to be who you're supposed to be. Because, bitch, I should be working on who I'm supposed to be. Like, what True. the fuck? I'm, I'm going to, what? First of all, this is what I want people to understand. At least this is my philosophy on it. Because most, like I said, 85% of my timeline is people always talking about relationships or a nigga being who you want him to be or like, you know, you know, holding somebody down or wanting someone to hold them down. And it's like, your life, I'm not gonna say yours, I'll talk about mine. My life is not meant for companionship. Like I wasn't put here on this earth for companionship. I wasn't put here on my, this earth for another individual's journey. So I'm not going to stop my progress in any way or wait for you to complete your journey before I can continue mine with you. Like, no, I feel as though in relationships, we should both be, first of all, fulfilled as individuals exactly. before we can be fulfilled together. So if you are trying to find who you're supposed to be, you do that, that's fine. I'm trying to find who I'm supposed to be too, but I'm not gonna wait for you to be who the fuck you're supposed to be. Like, what does that even mean? Like, I don't know. And then also it implies that whoever he's supposed to be is gonna be beneficial for you in the relationship. What if who he's really supposed to be is a fuck nigga, is a, a serial killer, <laughs> a psychopath. Like, we don't know who he's supposed to be. Well, so, well, girl, but you should know that from far away. Again, when, when bitches need to put on their eye goggles and look at niggas for real. I don't agree, because I think that it's plenty of times where you're in a relationship or situation. I feel like you never really know someone. You continuously learn someone. And also, but again, us as individuals, we continue to change and grow. So when you're going through this life with someone, understand that he's not always going to be the same person you met, and you're not going to always be the same person that you were when you met him. So but again, are you, it's a lot of dedication. But again, also, are you observant of, of, of their actions, though, as well? Because again, many people are out here not even actively listening or actively paying attention to like what their partners are really doing in, in their relationships because again they're too focused on them which again to go back to your point on that earlier first off you can't even be with me if you don't even love yourself because again i don't have time to teach you how to love you like i'm at a point in my life where it's like right now and again don't there's there's no shame or fault in you because again i had to i i also had to get to that, that point in life for myself to like where I had to love myself in, in order for me to say I can put love, in, love, love into an, another individual. So that scratched all that out for me, anyways, from the beginning. But it's like it just comes on that back down to perspective. It's like you have to respect the other the, respect the other person's point of view. I guess the hypocrisy to me is kind of funny. The fact that you're saying like you should be able to see this from a mile away or take heed to these warnings when you were the same girl last week that said that sometimes you like the problematic traits in an individual, but you, you know, overlooked him because he got good D. And again, but again, that's the temptation, and, and I'll admit that. That's <laughs> the temptation that you know. Again, I said, look, niggas love being talked to ratchet. Look, everybody has a little hood fantasy. Look. <laughs> it reminds me of that song from um you've always liked bad guys i'm saying everybody likes like has an attraction to because it's something that you ain't supposed to be liking so i'll admit it is a temptation but not saying that try I... to uh, check you you would find that attractive no i don't like being checked first of all i'm uncheckable <laughs> girl girl bye <laughs> she's delusional in the words of tiffany pollard i don't apologize because i don't make mistakes um, but no, <laughs> at the end of the day, um, I just understand that your journey is your journey. And I don't think that you should limit your journey for someone else. And at the end of the day, it's like, we put so much strain on relationships, which is why I love Tracy Ellis Ross. She talks about how society puts so much pressure, especially on women to be married, to have the relationship, to have like this at a certain age. But like, what if your life 
first of all, a lot of people would be happier if they were about them fucking selves and not putting up with problematic ass niggas hmm. and like waiting for them to be who they're supposed to be. Sis been waiting since the fucking for for thirty years now. He guess what? He's still look, not who he's supposed to be, bitch. Look, so it's like, but again, but again, I guess like, I guess that's just for me. That's why it's like I don't even want to date nobody right now. I just want somebody I can just chill with and like we just be like a regular look, like chill buddy. Like right. I don't want like no title. No, nothing like that because I feel like that just adds on and again it's, it's not even to say that that's going to make me go out there and want to still go fuck other niggas or like go hang with other niggas like <laughs> no like because what could no no because again I say that because well no because like you have to put that pretext on there because again many people are, are going to just assume oh well you don't want that title be because because you want to put off the illusion that you want to be single still no it's not that it's just I don't want this title to be any type of like bomb that could set off just our connection of what we have because again like like of course and like what i am all about i'm all about energy like just if your energy is good with me i just want to chill with you and just see where it goes like i'm not about like rushing it or like making right. it into like anything big like just yeah. let our connection be organic and then let it just take form into what it's gonna be. Um, yes, we already know I don't like titles. I don't like, you know, always having to label things because with titles, sometimes comes expectations and sometimes unrealistic expectations. And um, a lot of just like putting a lot of pressure on another individual. Um, yeah, I don't like, think like, that you should put that pressure on them. Yeah, cause like many people don't actually look at it from that point of view, cause again, and again, I don't blame them for it. Cause again, it's something that we've been taught. They're like, oh, well you need to be seeking out for relationships. But it's like, no. That's not what I'm seeking out for. Well, it's like almost like that's what people feel as though they're, they're the point of living is like once you reach that relationship with someone and you're settled, like you kind of like completed the circle of life, I guess. But it's like, no, a lot of people use relationships as distractions from their very own issues and traumas. Um, they have yet to discover or find themselves in the things that they need or who they are in the world. They attach themselves to other people. And that's why you put all of your happiness in an individual and not in yourself. So, um, you know, it is what it is. I'm just going to say this and end it. I'm going to wrap it all up like this. Waiting on these niggas oh. as a no. And I'm going to tell you something, <laughs> you know, someone wise, one of the greats said, when someone shows you who they are, believe mm. them. Yes, say that again for the people in the back. Yes. When say. someone shows you who they are, ha -ha. believe them. Okay? Oh, so, like, God. we're not waiting. I'm not waiting for you to... We're dating fucking... We're out here fucking dating potential. Potential that is not uh. even, like, real potential. It's potential Look. in your Look. head. Like, that's what's Look. in your head is the potential. In reality, this Look. nigga is not about to stop <laughs> being a fuck boy for you. Look now. Too many of y'all are out here too quick to cut out potential nowadays. Look, I know potential has done y'all wrong, but y'all cannot always just be cutting out all the potential. Look, some people actually do have potential. Okay? No, I don't believe in potential, okay? No, I'm not dating potential. That's fine. I believe in potential. I'm not dating it, though. I believe in, I like reality. And even if realities are hard realities, I like to face them. And if I see you for who you are now, then that's what I'm dealing with. We're not living in fucking fairy tale. What do you mean? We're dealing with realities. This is who you are. This is who you're showing me. So this is what oh I'm going to believe God. at the end of the day. So no, it's a no for me. It's a hard no. So you can go on with your second question, okay? Because I'm Ooh, done with this. And fuck Ooh, everybody on this post and everyone. Fuck everyone on this post and fuck everyone who was agreeing with it because y'all are fucking. Mind you, it was, it was mainly niggas agreeing too. Like, y'all would be in on this shit together, thinking somebody gonna wait around for your ass for you to get your shit together. 
you know niggas be sensitive like they you gotta really break them and you gotta show them show them that you really love them look they gotta <laughs> <laughs> they want to put you through a little trouble like you're gonna put them through a little trouble look. well yeah i can't i can't say anything actually about that because like yeah we'll move on next next love. case <laughs> okay next case next case right but no so on a lighter note <laughs> uh my topic for towards relationships again i'm always inspired by just what i see out there through social media or whatever so a few weeks back again the breakfast club had an interview with one of my little new favorites out here tiana taylor Mm -hmm. and you know she was on there with her fine man of a husband iman and they were talking about her album or whatever and they were talking Mm -hmm. about her song three-way which is my favorite song on the album Right. And so they were talking about, I guess, how, you know, Tiana had got negative feedback because, you know, some people out there perceived that she was trying to have three ways with her husband in order to save her relationship. And for me, I find that it's sad that, you know, that people are still out here putting that negative taboo on three ways with relationships, like makes it, making, making it seem that as though, like, people are doing it to save relationships rather than doing it just to explore and deepen their relationship with their with their partner or spouse. Um, I don't know why other people do them. However, just kidding. Um, no, (laughs) I was going to say, of course, we're back to sex with you. Oh, you're so multidimensional. Well, uh, but look, sex um, is something that's very taboo and needs to be talked about. So I'm here it, to bring it to you. Crazy. I like sex to me. And when I think about sex, it's like the universal language. So like no matter it where is. you're from, it's something that we all indulge in. So I don't understand why it's so strong. Another love the language of mine. Right. And I think it's one of the many things instead of divides that that, that makes us come together. Haha, <laughs> 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 um, I'm gonna get that on a t-shirt. <laughs> I <cannot>. But <laughs> I think that um, when it comes to three-way, is it just three-way or more? Okay, we'll stick with three-way specifically. Well, yeah, we'll stick we're, with we're, three-way. We're not, we're get, we're, not, it's too advanced. It's too advanced. Yeah, see, you know, um, I ain't there yet, but I, I don't knock it, but yeah. Um, Three-ways, um, oh my gosh, I don't know if I should talk about this. I'm so like, okay. So <laughs> look, I look, happen to- Come on. <laughs> <laughs> I happen to find them fascinating. Um, and okay. it's really weird. I'm going to be very candid. So a few weeks ago, I was telling one of my friends, like, this is so weird because, like, I work out a lot, guys. So, like, my testosterone levels are usually all over the place. And, like, I'm a hornball, but I'm not just, like, out here having sex. So you can literally walk up past me and brush my shoulder the wrong way, and, like, my penis will get erect. Um, okay. But, yeah, it's very, it's very sensitive these days. Um, but... <laughs> I, for some reason, when I'm like watching porn for a while now, I only crave to watch more than two people. Like I like to see more than two yes. people. I don't know why, it's just really fascinating to me. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is like another level. Like this is it really is. interesting. I'm um, oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, go ahead. For me, cause I guess, you know, I believe in three ways. Now again, am I out here just having them every day? No, but <laughs> oh my do I aspire to again? have them yes because i feel like it's an it's a natural let's see it's a natural thing for me to want to explore because right they didn't all the way back again i don't even know the 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 exact years but going back centuries going back to like asian cultures like they've been used to doing threesomes for well three ways or these others for a long time so it's like now why are we so 
making it so taboo over here in America. Like, no, I don't, if it's something I want to explore, I think I should have the free will to explore with no judgment. And again, if I want to do it with my husband, it's not that like, you know, I'm doing it to, you know, keep him satisfied. No, bitch, this is for me. Like, no. Right, right. I just want, I just want, I, and again, I want him to share that pleasure with me. So again, if he can't share that pleasure, okay, then maybe that's something I won't introduce to him or either just I won't be with that individual. Uh, right, I agree. I think that first of all, sexual chemistry is something that's really important in a relationship, just like any other chemistry. Um, yes. And to me, sex is like, there's no rules, at least in my opinion. And I think that when people try to put limits on like sex, it's like, if this doesn't work for you and your husband, or whatever the case may be, that's fine. But what's wrong with her wanting to explore her sexuality and especially if her man is okay with yeah. people are so weird like why is it exactly. why does she have to be doing it for him like like she clearly like, just said she likes to do it exactly and then, then like plus you have to admit that like they are a fantasy couple that anybody would probably want to do a threesome because like, like even as she said like the girl who they did theirs with she just wanted them as a fantasy because she saw both of them as attractive people and again hell Though I never have slept with a female or never wanted to, but Tanner Taylor would be that one girl who I would do it with. And right. I, both she would probably throw her strap on on and just like fuck you down. No, I probably just want to <laughs> eat her out while you know. I'm oh my God. You are so candid today. Like, what? what? That's the, see, I've never had sex with a girl and I, I, I want to because I'm just like super explorative see, when it comes to like, I'm wanna, curious. Like, See, but I would not eat vagina. I refuse. See, like that's why I draw the line. Eat the vagina, then penetration. Uh -uh. But I mean, you don't even like penetrating men, so it's like okay. I guess you just don't like your penis, <laughs> the view of it going well, into no, something. I don't well, know. It's not even that. Just I do it the best. Like, like, like <laughs> oh my god. I'm sorry, but, but, but we wouldn't go go into that because that's that's going too far. Topic. Being but, the bottomist. <laughs> yes, being the bottomist that I am. Yes. Oh my gosh. So yeah, when it comes to three ways, I'm 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 definitely open to them. I think that they're um stimulating. I don't think there's a problem with them at all. And if as far as doing it in a relationship, it depends on if your partner's comfortable, if you're comfortable. I'm for one, um, I'm comfortable separating sex from um like sexual connection versus anything else. Like I don't always think that emotion come with sex, but that's just me. Like I'm able to di to dissect the two. Everyone's not. So um to me, sex is literally just that. I almost feel like, you know me when I'm in the sexual, you know, place is like different from me when I'm not. I feel like it's like a, a different person almost. So I'm like, you know, and I don't, you know, think that there's rules. I can do what I want. You can do what you want. Like I'm not gonna be shamed by what I like. Um so yeah, three ways are a go. I mean, I I've had, you know, my well and they're nice. Well, 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 well hold on that because I actually have a part two question oh that I about to jump into. But okay. I just wanted to again because we're being candid right now. I just kind of want to bring some, because again, I feel like it's another topic that again, people oh want to hear about. Because again, okay. something that they get to talk about amongst in a free space like this. So again, part two to the three-way thing on a, and again, fun or lighter note, do you, because I know I, for me, I have a preference when it comes down to if I interact in three ways, do you prefer the three-way to be with friends or do you prefer the three-way to be with your partner because i know for me i'm very specific like though i do love my friends but again as you know like for me with my friends i'm not like that affectionate type with my friends like though again i'm getting to that level to where i'm 
kind of embracing that thing more, but I've yeah. never been that that kind of affectionate type towards my friends. Right. So like, you never show me love. You never show me love. I did. I show you love by shading you, girl. That's how I show you love. Look, <laughs> beautiful. But, but no, I still love you with all my heart. But no, I rather like this dude with my makeup. I feel like with him, it's who the, is the person that I would want to show that more affection to, or to okay. want to have that more vulnerability to do mm -hmm. something like that with. Rather than with my friends, like I said, like and, and, and it's not. It's just like something I just never see like myself seeing my okay. in that light. But what okay. about you? Um, in my Kaya voice, everybody, bitch. <laughs> um, okay, I, um, no, I um, I don't, I don't, I, I don't, I don't think I'm as selective as you are. Like, I think that okay. if I find you attractive, and we both want to go there with another attractive person, then it's free game. I mean, but you know me, I'm not very, um, I'm not very political in the sense of like when it comes to my relationships with people i'm extremely yeah. fluid so i'm not like i don't feel as I'm fluid I have to people yes right. i don't feel like i have to categorize everything yes i don't feel like i have to categorize everything um and just be like okay well this is this and we can't cross this boundary like, like you said i'm about energy and chemistry and you know whatever i feel at the moment you know and i don't okay. really restrict myself for thing from things that i like and or don't like so i'm not saying i'll do it with friends or i'll do it with my boyfriend it depends on i would have to just be in that space yeah, but yeah, i mean if you're hot right if you're hot and like you know it's it's fun why not like i'll do fine um you know me and my homeboy were like let's bust this bitch down real quick like let's do it like okay fun. I we're on I vacation let's see, let's see but, i wish i could have that perspective but i see the, the same way that you look at it like that will kind right. of like how I would be looking at it with like my nigga because like I would see it like he would be my best friend so he like I'd be busting down with my best friend but he's also but you nigga. can't do it with your actual like best friend huh? which happens to be your ex so you could do it with that best friend because he's your ex mm, I never thought about that with him but right. that, I, I, won't, I won't oblige with that wow okay I, I think you just don't want your friends to see you your vagina well, well, mm, <laughs> I don't think I would mind that actually. But just, really, just, I've never, I've never seen your, I've never seen you naked. Really? I feel like I've seen all my other friends naked, and all my friends have seen me naked, but I've never seen you naked. Well, girl, you should Snapchat me that pussy. Oh, I won't be one of the thousands <laughs> that sent you pussy. Okay. So, <laughs> wow, you're not, not you're not gonna sit here on this platform and make me seem like I am some type of a man whore over the internet. Okay, so we're not gonna do. Well, no one, no one is saying that you are. I'm just saying that the girls love you. Look, ain't nothing wrong with that. Look. Wow. Okay, we're changing subjects. We're changing <laughs> subjects. Okay. Kiki, do you love him? <laughs> oh my gosh. This is what happens when you open up to your friends about your fascination with nude photos, which is why I'm on Tumblr. Uh, look, embrace <laughs> it. I love it. Look. I'm a nudist. Someone literally inboxed me and said, "Are you a nudist?" <laughs> I might be. If you want to find out? <laughs> Look. And I was like, I don't think so, but I'll get back to you. Okay. Um, so yeah, that's funny. Three way, wow. Okay, yeah, see, but that was that was a fun conversation, but need to be. It had. was. Now I'm curious. Let's we got next time we go on vacation together. We're gonna find a bitch and bust her down. Okay, so well, hey, it's look, gonna be well, fun. You know what? If we go to Brazil, I'm down for that, little girl. So, oh my god, and we're gonna talk about it on the podcast. Like, listen, I know y'all the, right the John Stroke game. Was so wack. I just want to let y'all know the John Stroke game was so wack. Girl, and look, he sucks dick horribly. You, you ain't never got to worry about that. Movie. Look, I will put on a show. I'll just say, look, can you keep up? Okay. 
Oh my gosh. I am too weak right now. Okay. So my second question is, now this is interesting because this was inspired by um, my actual dating life okay. and how I suck at it. No. Um, so I've never dated anyone that I'm actually compatible with. Now, hmm. I think that this is layered because the way that I date is very weird too. So okay. I noticed like when I'm dating someone like before in the past to now, like my questions are just different. I'm very, very, very like you grow intuitive. Yes. But I, I literally like to ask the hard questions. Like I really want to like fuck this whole like generic dating bullshit where it's like whatever. I just feel like, you know, if you're going to try to come in my life, then you honestly gonna have to be very transparent with me. And I don't mind doing the but same. Niggas hate and I want to. Okay, well, listen, those not, aren't my type of niggas then because <laughs> I like transparency. So I question that I ask when getting to know someone in that kind of realm of like dating is what are your personal traumas that you've been through in life and what have you done to cope with them? And what do you currently mm. do or implement in your everyday life to keep your sanity and your mental health stable? Yes, like, girl, that's a good question. I'm still no, like it's a great question because... Fix me that. <laughs> <laughs> people really are using relationships as a distraction, like we said before, where they're in these relationships and they're seeking happiness solely based off of another person. And that's something I do not desire, nor do I want. Um, mm -hmm. So I started like thinking when it comes to like the way that we communicate as two individuals, like I think that's very important. Like, how do you communicate? How do I communicate? Mm -hmm. Are you verbally able to communicate? Are you effectively able to articulate your feelings? Look at that's it important is. to me. And if you're, if you're not, then it's gonna be difficult in a relationship with you because I can't get anything out of you. It's like pulling teeth. And that's very frustrating. Mm -hmm. um, are you dismissive? I don't like dismissive like people in general. Like you don't dismiss me, I won't dismiss you. I like someone who is really able and willing to do self-introspective work on themselves and like be honest about, you know, their falls, um, their flaws yeah. or their fucking like, you know, th their fears or anything. Like, I feel like I need to know all of that, you know? Okay. Um, look, yes, look, you better be doing FBI questions on all the first <laughs> Look. look. <laughs> no. Shut up. Girl. Look. Right. I'm like, you put your thumbprint right here, actually. Thank you. Exactly. Um, but um, so it but had me thinking because I was talking to someone and uh, it was like, they were very nice. And I find that the way that I date is typically, like I've never dated anyone, first of all, that I'm compatible with. And I actually, I really don't fall fast at all. Like I'm very, very, like, you know me, like I really, it takes me a while to actually like, like someone. I've told you that. Yeah. Um, because it's like generally the guys that want to come after me in that way. I'm not really super like fascinated by them or like, I'm not really, really yeah. like in intrigued by them. I yeah. typically like I'll my dating life usually goes something like this. Usually it's like, oh, well, he's nice. Well, I should go because he's nice. So maybe I should give him a chance because maybe I'm being a bitch and like, not really like, you know what I mean? Something, why not? All of my dating has started off as me just like giving them a chance. Like that's usually like, that's, that's, that's my thing. And okay. I typically have to find things about them that I do like, like, oh, he's nice. Or he has a nice speaking voice. Um, well, he's kind of smart, you know, instead of being like mind blown and being like, oh my gosh, he just has me feel like some type of way. And like, I just, I'm so mm -hmm. intrigued. Like that never happens to me. And I was trying to understand why, but I think it's because for one, I'm typically the pursued and not the pursuer. I think that's one thing. Okay. And I generally don't like anyone that I don't know if they like me back naturally. Like naturally, I just feel like I just go through life. Just like, oh, and it, usually how it works is like, I'm just going through life and somebody's like, oh, I find you interesting. I want to get to know you. And I'm just like, oh, really? 
Um, well, let's oh, see where really? it goes. Yes, yeah. but it's never me because I'm not actively seeking a companion. Yeah. So I think it, because of that, I don't ever approach people on that because I don't. That's not what I'm looking for. So if someone yeah. approaches me with that, then I'm I, I kind of like weigh my options. Is it if I should give it a shot? It's like you're um, kind of blinded to it. Yeah, but it's like, I mean, maybe I should start being the pursuer. Like, who knows? Maybe that'll help with this. And everyone that I typically connect with on, like, an intellectual level, and like, they really blow my mind, it never goes in the realm of, like, dating. It's always just like, oh, you're an awesome person. You're cool. But it's never in that realm. So I've never dated yeah. anyone that stimulates me mentally and intellectually and just, like, blows my mind. I always end up, like, I feel like settling for guys who are just like, oh, he's nice. And typically they're not very, like, anything like special i'm gonna say that that sounds yeah. so bad and it makes me think is it what i'm putting out that i'm attracting i don't know but um i guess companion um when it comes to companionship compatibility is something i've never really like really really zoned in on i usually just go with like oh he's nice give him a chance oh well he does communicate differently from what i do but it's whatever you know cool whatever but now i'm very very strategic like no if you don't know how to communicate if you don't know how to do this you know that like i'm not even going to waste my time because um i i think that it's it's more indicative of like maybe you not really um unpacking those feelings or things about yourself that you need to unpack first so the last guy mm -hmm. I talked to was really, really sweet, very nice guy. And I felt bad about like distancing myself from him because he was just not, he just, think about your auntie's favorite 27 piece wig that she likes to wear on Sundays, right? <laughs> I like my men, <laughs> I like my men like your aunt likes that wig, like layered, okay, <laughs> layered. Well, and um, well, that's too like, many. Like, but but again, no, no. Knows. I like I like layers. I like all the layers. Like, like, everybody doesn't have these layers, though. Well, you, you and that's that the thing. Up, right? I need someone with layers. Like, I need you to be like Fantasia's haircut on her season of American. Okay, but so you want somebody that's like, been dragged down, dragged down through the mud like Mary J. Blige? <laughs> not like Mary J. Blige. Not dragged through the mud. But that there's more than just what meets the eye. Like, if all I can talk to you about is like generic bullshit that has nothing to do with anything that is very hard for me to like really get to know who you are okay. outside okay. of like that your favorite good. color or you know so one of the guys i was talking to like he, he wouldn't really talk like he wasn't really much of a talker and i have the gift of gab so bitch i, I never stop yeah. talking so it's very difficult for me yes, when i'm trying know. to to know you <laughs> and talk to you and you don't have anything to say so i'm like asking you certain things about like you know maybe what you've been through in life or something that you've overcame or like things that you do like i feel like everyone should have their like things that they do not maybe not even daily but their their very own sense of peace you know like a routine yeah. of a sort like i feel like most of my friends do where they're just like you know i get up in the morning i make my coffee with my keurig i go work mm -hmm. out i do yoga yes. I do like these are things that i do i for, wake and bake yeah. Right. Whatever. Whatever you do. Um, and with him, he just didn't really, he didn't have much to say. And I'm just like, well, I feel like I'm trying to get to know you. I've tried. And it's like, maybe either there's nothing there or there's, there's not much there to explore or you just don't want to open up and be like completely transparent and let me know who the fuck you are. And you want to like play boyfriends and you just want to like, you know, put me in this, you, you know, and also people coming and, up into your life with the intentions of dating you before they get to know you really is, it strikes my chord because like yeah how do you know you want me at this place in your life if you don't even know me like you know what i mean like you mm -hmm. don't know anything about me so it seems like you're looking for an insert here kind of situation and that's not what i'm looking to be so um compatibility is basically the question um when it comes to dating how big are you on compatibility um or is it something that you don't even think about because some people 
some people I feel like don't really pay that much attention to compatibility because the cop out is, well, all relationships are hard. No relationship is easy. So people automatically think, well, in order for it to work, then it's supposed to be hard. But I don't necessarily think that. Yeah. Well, you know, for me, I'm kind of iffy with it because I would say that compatibility is something I look for in somebody as far as like, if they have something that's going to keep my interest mentally, but then can also still provide a supporting and compassionate, like, or for me to build with, you know, I can put in the work to like, you know, want to go with the individual, but it's like whenever I found those circumstances, we've always like, you know, we've tried dating, but it's turned more into just keeping it as friends because, you know, other parties would not rather lose the friendship based off relationship shit. Right. So that's like where it's like, I would like to go for combat compatibility, but we always just somehow get taken towards that friend zone area. Rather it's where we try, where, rather was like kind of like with you, when people try to approach you based off of like just the surface level, you have to try to find things to like have a connection about. And it's like those, though you wish the compatibility was there, the fact that you're putting in work to get to know this individual, though it's not, wouldn't be your first option. I still would be, I'm not going to say all the time, go for that, but once in a blue moon, take it up. Cause again, it could be, a it sign sounds like settling. Well, no, it's not something settling, but, but again, cause you know, like as the, as the, as the, as, the, as like, you know, a, a quote that sticks with me, like, you know, people love to ask God for a man, but he be putting the man in your face, but cause, Oh, you don't think he compatible with you. That, that wasn't the man he put, but, no i don't like how that sounds okay right in your face so it's like again like every once in a blue moon be like okay well look maybe this could be god being like okay no it sounds like settling bitch and i don't think it's god i think it's like it it sounds like to me like well and i'm not saying let's be clear i'm not saying be unrealistic with your desires when it comes to a companion but to me compatibility is the bare minimum it's not like you're saying he gotta fucking make five, six figures and fucking like, you know what I mean? But compatibility to me makes everything easier because being in a relationship with someone for a long time and not like me and my ex, we always knew that we were not compatible. Somehow we made a relationship work for six or seven years, but we knew that we were not compatible very early on. But you know, love and like a lot of compromise, a lot of compromise. And it's just like, well, you know, when I get older, I'm like the fact that I find that we're compromising on things that we both really want in life. Like you want kids, I don't want kids. You want this, I don't want that. It's like, actually you deserve to have what you want in life, exactly what you want. I deserve to have exactly what I want. And if that means not together, then that's fine. But we were never compatible. But can you see how, you know, though we want this utopia of compatible relationships, they kind of, when most, when a majority of times that they're embarked upon they give you struggling artist relationships and nobody wants to be a struggling artist relationship um i guess in a sense but to me like what you said about when you meet people like that that you're compatible with it always turns into a friendship again with me personally i don't believe in having 
these categories of like people in my well, life and like you can only yeah, be this yeah. so to me as long as i can i if i really 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 resonate with you and as a person i plug your energy and you're amazing i'm fine with being able to experience you even if that does not mean in a relationship quote unquote but also don't mean that means we're limited to you know our feelings, our emotions, our energy, or what we can see, do based off the fact that, you know, that's just me though. Like, I'm just a fucking see, hippie, but, honestly. But, see, but again, I love your retrospect one because again, it's not many people that can be like, because again, me and you will be those people that like can do that. Again, not many guys out here can have that same retrospect on things though, that, that, that could happen. But many of these niggas still got too much baggage or psychological damage uh, done to them from, child, from, from childbirth up to that where they just can't comprehend that shit. Well, they want ownership. And typically, that's what people want. Not even just niggas, because women really want that too with men. But to me, I remember meeting someone that was like amazing, an amazing individual. And I was like, I've never met someone that quite like really understood me. Who was And that's what, (laughs) he will remain nameless. And um, he was really, really awesome. Great person, great friend. And like, still was a pretty good friend, to be honest. Um, and I remember having this conversation about how we were very in sync with one another. And we almost like just had this connection that was just like really crazy. But having and exploring through conversation going in that area, but we both had the very same views on dating and how we didn't want. And I remember us saying to each other that we feel as though we're soulmates, that, but we're not like, I believe you're my soulmate, but I don't think that means we have to be together, if that makes sense. Ooh. So that doesn't mean I have do, to like. Do I know this person? His name is Roger Bob. i'm dating him too i'm dating him too um no so basically um but i do think that you can connect with people and i think where people fuck up all the time is when they want to have that ownership or place that person in a box of their very little own like what's wrong with you if you have an amazing connection with this person and you really really just love being around them what's wrong with that just being enough like why does it have to be compartmentalized for like oh well now i want you in this place though you have to do this like no if i'm able to experience you as an amazing individual and i love who you are i'm fine with you in any capacity that i can have you and life will go on and i'm i'm perfectly fine with that like i guess uh-huh. i've never i've never had i've never wanted anyone that, that i couldn't have or wanted something that like i just couldn't live without in that way it's just more so like okay cool um and, I, and since then, I've met a lot of people that I'm, I feel as like I'm very compatible with. And I just, I think it's more like geographically where I was, like mainly when I was dating, because I was nothing like a lot of people where I'm from yeah. are. So like being in a bigger city, I meet so many people that I really, really connect with on like a spiritual level. And I'm just like, oh my gosh. Like, so I know it's possible to find someone that you're actually compatible with. Like I've had conversations with guys where it's like, you literally are like finishing my sentences and you like really understand how I think. And I've never had that experience before. And it, ma- it blew my mind, honestly, okay, to the point where like, they better have like it made me realize that that's why I know in the past that I have been kind of settling for guys that I wasn't compatible with just because they were there. And it was just like, okay, cool. Well, you know, he's nice. Why not? But I know that it's possible to find someone that really y'all share similar views and well, similar man. outlook and, you know, all of that. That must truly mean that my real poppy is over there in Barcelona waiting on me. Because, girl. <laughs> I don't I'm see the correlation. <laughs> I don't see the correlation, but okay. <laughs> girl, I do, because I'm just going to get over there waiting on me. My, You're a my dreamer. Daddy, we can start. You're a dreamer. You're a dreamer. Girl. You dream a lot. You dream a lot. I don't. Yes, <laughs> you do. I only stay in reality, boo. 
<laughs> okay. So compatibility, that was like really like the thing. It kind of blew my mind. I was thinking about this a lot actually like this week. So I'm glad I got to like speak on it. It was one other thing I wanted to talk about though when it came to, um, oh yeah. What is your perfect kind of guy? Like what, like if you could like give me some attributes that your, per your perfect guy would possess, like what are those? Mm. For me, it's, I think it's a very simple thing. One and the most important out of all, uh, out of it all, it had to be somebody who is understanding. Because again, that's that is who I am. And though again, you and like a lot of my other friends like to say, you know, <laughs> it's my weakness. Because again, I, I I can be like you know to a fault sometimes. But but again, I just because I I know who I am, and I mm -hmm. only want people to be understanding of me and all that I do and how I operate. So I can only I only have to be understanding of everybody else and just how their life instead of how their operations work so again it's just fair but aside from that they also just have to be someone who is who challenges me and pushes me as i said earlier i need somebody who can check me and again it's not as far as like just like you know smart mouth and it's like somebody who can like call me out on my shit. like if you see that i'm doing something wrong if i'm moving wrong or just you see i need help with something be the one to step up and like say oh maybe you should do 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 it like this or like because again i feel like that's just in a relationship i would do the same thing for you because really? like i've done it in the past but again in, like with, with in relationships but again some guys felt that it was unwarranted or like felt like i was doing it to like i guess demean them but no it was never like out of any ill like again i never though i can be petty i don't do things just out of ill will until you ask me to do things to you uh, ill will like i okay. do things because i care okay. for you so it's like okay you know okay so that's more, more attributes is, is it, yeah anything else <laughs> Ooh, oh, oh. are you the oscars trying to rush me off the stage <laughs> yes girl we're going over our time i'm just kidding that's how it was infinite with me here but, <laughs> but no i guess I, it just really just goes on goes off those two things but for you um it's crazy because i was having this conversation with a friend i feel like i'm always having conversations with friends that's like what we do um and I was saying that like my ideal guy, and when I named the attributes, it was so funny. Like, so ideally it would be someone very open-minded, like super progressive, very open-minded, someone athletic, someone <laughs> articulate, someone Oh yes, like, definitely that. I forgot to mention that. Articulate, Especially. someone who's um, artistically inclined, honestly too. And someone who is um, a great at articulating their feelings and how they feel and expressing themselves. And they were like, it sounds like you just want to date yourself. And I was like, mm-mm. Um, but and then he agreed that he wants to date himself. So we were talking about it. We were like, oh, wow. So you think that people want to date people that they feel like are the same as them, in a sense? Like, to me, and ideally, he would be like, honestly, I'm all for interracial dating, and I, I don't discriminate whatsoever. But he would be a black man that embodies all of that, like Karamo Brown. Like, I really think that he would be, like, my perfect, Oof. you know, my perfect that, man, that's honestly. That's so problematic in itself. Well, how so? I mean, yes, because he, he's... But how do you say it's problematic because he's engaged to a white guy? I mean, when we sit over because here and, like, the image that drool I, over again, Sam Smith. But no, again, don't get me wrong. I understand it, and I acknowledge his growth into the individual, into the individual that he molded himself right. and wanted to become. But the Karamo that I fell in love with was that Karamo that was like, you know, just that and again, as she said in the video, you know, being pro-black, again, I'll give it that, that it's, 
being pro-black is a multitude of things. It doesn't have to look one way or the other. But however, it does the image that he came in with when I, and again, when I first met, what came to know who he was, it was like, uh, he just like give me this strong T'Challa, Black Panther <laughs> warrior, and it's like, oh my god, he's not that anymore. Like, he gives well, now he's life. yeah, he's a very well dressed, well spoken, well groomed, manicured, beautiful, articulate no. black man. And, like and, that's and, fine. And, and again, but but again, that has nothing to do with either. Just the fact that you know it's he's dated a snow bunny, like you know that's so be the, crazy to me that you would say that. Be the, and I know, I know what it is. I know it's problematic in itself. But again, yeah, it is because you know what? You know what? You know what? No, you are you're a contradictory in my Porsche voice. You're a contradictory. Okay, how you're a contradictory. We sat here and talked about Sam Smith and how like you would definitely date again. Him. I love him because again, I I love who his being is. So Sam Smith, he's a different right. entity, but I look at it as a bigger picture. Again, I have to, <laughs> I, I I, I shouldn't look at it like that, but again, just again, history repeats itself, baby. I, I oh my god, we're not doing this. We're not going back into this field of your look, you know your whole white supremacy thing you like to do often, look, girl. They were just not up here what in this DC, is about. Girl, try, try to do this is not... It's real. What do you mean? They were just up here in this DC. Is... Okay, but don't, we're talking about dating. Blind. Dating. We're, do... we're talking about dating. Let's okay. try to stay clear. They're all interludes eventually. Well, all I'm going to say is yes, it's disheartening that he is engaged to a white man, but it all comes but again, from a place of envy with me yeah. because I just felt well, like no, I'm supposed envy, to be. Again, I, I still love him. Well, I'm saying for me. I'm talking for me. For me, it's envy because I feel as though that should be me. Like, I think we would be an amazing black queer couple. Who, you and Karamo? Yes. Well, it's not an option anymore, but that would be a key. Well, who knows? Because I've been <laughs> on my Alicia Keys shit, and I don't know oh, about sure. you, wow. but that don't mean nothing to me. Well, no, I'm joking. <laughs> but you know... <laughs> well, now we know the real you. Okay. <laughs> no, but it's crazy, all. because before starting this podcast, my friends pushed me to do it, and like, because they always like would compare me to him. Like you remind me of Karamo Brown. Like I feel like you would just like you're like be like a mini Karamo Brown. I'm like I love him. And then like I just started watching more of his shit. He does these um little like little gems on his Instagram. Of course, queer eye. Like he's really a beautiful man. Just all together, like the entire package. And, and, just and like, that and, and that I will never deny him. Karamo is still, he's still that nigga. I'll still give him that, but just. That just got a bad taste in my mouth, girl. I don't know what to say. Like I just well, listen. I like he could still. You need play. to get over it still, because he can still get over it next day. But just that just sips bad in my mouth. I don't know why. You have to you have to get over it because when I break up his happy home and he's mine, he's gonna be around, and you need to oh, just wow. be able to deal with it. Okay. Well, I, I'll, okay. Deal with, I'll deal with it. I'll deal with it perfectly fine then. Look, I'm like, hey, and he could definitely get you together. He definitely get you together. Like I can see him like being all strong and stern and like being articulate and getting you together and all your problematic views. And, and that's fine. That's and I'll be like, bae, get him, bae. That's what I'm talking because about. Then, because then we're going to be like Bird and her husband in Soul Food in the bathroom who <laughs> 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 knock your boots. <laughs> oh, wow. Uh, wow. That, that was you a would, debate. You would sleep uh, with my you would sleep with my man. Oh, this is definitely <laughs> getting juicy. This is a will turn. Okay, guys. So I'm officially <laughs> looking for a new co-host. You can inbox me at politicallyuncensored at gmail.com. <laughs> Cause I see where this is going. Look, Don't trust no it, nigga. Look, no. Didn't you didn't they say uh the rule book is uh 
uh, how how I go? Um, no fun if your friends can't get none. No, well, no, not that. Well, well, yeah, that too. But, a word. Because <laughs> because 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 remember, you did just say contradictory about fluidity. Come on yeah. now, look. No, I'm totally fine. I'm sure we can bring you in. Me and Karamo can bring you in and bust you down and send you packing. Girl, no, I'm a I'm without a, paying for your I'm Uber. I'm gonna just do with Karamo by myself. And then <laughs> we'll we, throw a pop tart at you like, on the way out, and you know, <laughs> <laughs> that's it. That's fine. Not a pop tart. Hold on. <laughs> Look, you try to get disrespectful. Look. <laughs> no, that makes me think. So, would you, would you do a threesome with your man and a friend? That's very progressive. Now that I might do, because that's cause so that, interesting. Cause, cause that I wouldn't oblige to. No, it's my. It would be my two most trusted people. So I would. I wouldn't. Right. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I wouldn't mind that. No, that's so dope. Oh my gosh. But a again, whole nother topic. We would have to be real drunk and real high, having a good fucking time, do some shit like that, though. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Look, can't be on no sober shit. Uh, I can't be on no sober like shit. That. Oh, my gosh. You are funny. Okay, so I think that was all, though. When it comes to, like, dating, I think I got everything out. I want to end this by basically saying, guys, that dating, I feel like relationships can be great. And, like, we all know, like, having someone to share this life with and all those things, you should really prioritize yourself Maybe. first love, love yourself yeah. first exactly and like and if someone else comes and sweeps you off your feet and adds to your amazing already amazing life then that's great but i don't understand people who walk around desiring a relationship so much that it's like they're not enjoying the you know the 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 paradigm the of their own of life like what they're doing like or even their, themselves like your life should already be very sweet my philosophy is if i can be happy by myself, I can be even happier with someone else. You know what I mean? Exactly. But it starts with yourself. Like, love your fucking self. That's why it gets me so upset when everyone's posting about relationships all down my timeline. Like, it's like the only thing that everyone is talking about. And I'm just like, how about we talk about self-love? How are we talking about what you, your dreams, your goals, your aspirations? How about, let's talk let's about, talk about are you drinking water and, 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 and are you moisturizing your skin? Let's talk about right. that. Look. Right, all of that. And someone, um, I was talking to someone, I was getting into it with them because I was basically saying that I don't prioritize relationships. And I, they were like, well, what do you mean? You don't prioritize? I'm like, I don't prioritize companionship in my life. Like, I don't prioritize that. It's like something that I put at the top of my list that I need before. There's a lot of other things I would love to have in order before a relationship and that's me personally um and that's fair but yeah so that's what i want to end it with guys just love yourself and work on yourself and make sure that when you're meeting these people that you're trying to date that they've worked on themselves please because yeah. you two should be whole as two individuals to come together i don't need i'm not looking for someone look. to be my other half i don't want you to be my everything nor do i want you to be nor do i want to be your everything okay that's not what i'm looking yeah. for look. um because i won't be like the Corey and say uh just to shoot down all potential, but if you're gonna do potential, set up boundaries with potentials, okay? No, fuck the potential yeah. shit. Listen to me. Look, Listen to me, okay? okay? Listen to me. Like, put deadlines on people. Put put, put your foot on their neck, so that, so that way uh, with potential they gonna know. Okay, look, potential. You you can have a spot potential, but this foot gonna be on your neck. So if you want to deal with the foot on your neck. Then okay. No, no, listen to me. Beloved, listen to me, Iyama. Beloved, <laughs> do not Iyama. date potential. <laughs> do not do it. Okay. That's my sister. You gotta vow snipe. <laughs> <laughs> I love Iyama. What about the clip that she was with Hazel E and she's like pointing at what was it like the slave picture? Yes. Or she was saying something about <laughs> so, like, Harriet Tubman. What, what would Harriet Tubman do? I'm like, 
East, I mean, uh, Iyana girl, you really went back on her girl with these slave pictures. I'm like, girl. <laughs> oh my gosh. You know what's so crazy? It really brought back like a, a childhood fear of mine. And I don't know if I want to say this. Well, it, whatever now. But in fifth grade, what I did learn about black history, which was very, very short, like honestly, I was the only black person in my class. And I remember them like skipping over it. Really, like I only I'm learned like over it. See, yeah, it was very quick. <laughs> I think they didn't want me to make me uncomfortable, so they literally we talked about Martin Luther King and we talked about like Harriet Tubman, and that's like the only thing I knew until college. And when I got to college, I learned more Ooh, about like your, history. Oh, your school system need to be charged with federal crimes, but I mean, I'm sure maybe they talked a little more, but I didn't learn about a lot of like a lot of black history and social injustice issues until college, and that's because I went to HBCU. So, um. But I used to be terrified of Harriet Tubman, like in fifth grade. Like it was like a really a fear of mine after learning about her. I can understand because again, but it all just goes back to in America, they never taught our history right, still ain't teaching it right. Yeah, like I I remember being scared and sleeping and just picturing like this lady with a head scarf and a long skirt walking out of my closet. Like, and I was just like freaking out. Picture the outfit be a scary monkey. (laughs) Yeah. I did not know. That's not what I said. It was like an old lady, but I was like, I don't know, like escaping the freedom. I don't know. Like, I was just terrified, honestly. So I wonder if, like, is this actual pictures of her too? Because my brother said that he remembers, the only thing he remembers about Harriet Tubman from learning her in school is that she had a big ass. And I'm like, are you serious? He said she was thick as fuck. <laughs> niggas, niggas are so problematic. Look, that's niggas for you, look. A niggas didn't even look at her face. He just saw her ass. Well, look, see, that's why you can't even be mad at niggas sometimes. Like, at least they just be honest. I'm like, I can't be mad at you, bro. Look, I was like, who would say that? What is wrong with you? But he's like, yes, we'll say that. Look, oh my god, too funny. Okay, but anyways, I think that we're gonna wrap it up. This has been good. Um, yes, so make sure to wrap it up on that note here. Tell me her wide ass. I make sure your make bad. sure you follow us on social media at Zakori Uncensored and Spicy underscore Mustard. Um, and listen to us on Spotify and SoundCloud. Yes. We should be available on a few more platforms very soon. I will let you guys know. Um, and thank you guys for tuning in again. Can't wait to see you next time. Yes. Have a good one. Oh, bye. Because you take the bullet trying to save me. Then I'm left to do, I'm making you bleed And that's a whole lot of love, ain't tryna waste it Like we be running